scripture that the Lord gave to me, you'll find it in Psalm 66. And it begins at verse number 8. And I'll be reading down through and including verse number 12. And it says this, Oh, bless our God, ye people, and make the voice of his praise to be heard, which holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to be moved. For thou, O God, listen to the voice of God, for thou, O God, hast proved us. Thou hast tried us as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the net. It was God who brought us into the net. Thou laidest affliction upon our loins. Thou cast men to, caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, but thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. And I, I want to just preach this morning as the Lord leads that a well woman is a refined woman. A well woman is a refined woman. When some of us think about a refined woman, a refined person, our minds immediately go to her physical attributes and social graces. For instance, it's true that a refined woman is one who is well-groomed and impeccably dressed at all times. She has a, a wonderful sense of style and Every hair is always in place. Her makeup is applied perfectly. She dresses in the latest fashions and wears only those things that uh, fit her figure and her body type. And she wears the right colors and she knows how to put herself together and look good at all times. But that's not only uh, dealing with the outside. She's a gracious and a generous hostess. If you attend, for instance, a dinner party in the home of a refined woman, you can expect the best, the best food prepared to suit a king or queen. Her table looks like a work of art. She puts the china and the silver and the crystal out. She knows the difference between the dessert fork and the salad fork and the dinner fork. She's an excellent conversationalist. Yeah, she knows how to work a room. She's inclusive of all her guests so that no one feels left out. And all of that's good. And I'm I actually, I want to be like that when I grow up. But I'm not here to focus on your social graces. And I'm not so interested in how you put your makeup on or how you pull your outfit together. But today, I want to focus on the word of God that does not deal with clothes and makeup and dinner parties. But this word is about being freed from impurities. And it has nothing whatsoever to do with where you live or what you drive or what you wear. It says that we have been tried by fire. Now, one of the things that you have to understand about fire is that fire is never neutral in its impact. It will either purify or it will consume. Fire in the life of a believer is never there to destroy, but it's always to refine. It's always to burn off the dross. It's always sent by God to cause us to be more like him. 
God loves us so much that and he is so committed to our success. He is so determined that we're going to be like him. We want to know who he is. So he shows us himself, but he shows us himself in the fire. There are some things that you would never learn about God on the mountaintop. You've got to have some valley experiences. Oh, I know we like living up high, but sometimes we've got to come down and God has to do some work and operate in the low place. The first dimension, let me tell you, I want to talk about these dimensions of a refined woman. The first dimension of a refined woman, a well woman, is that she has been through the fire. You see, you've got to go through some things to get to know who God is. Everybody wants to be blessed, but nobody wants to suffer. But the word of the Lord says that we come to know who him through the fellowship of his suffering. There are some things that we have to go through. And listen, most of us didn't just wake up one morning and decide to be saved. We didn't just decide, oh, this is a good day to be saved. Oh, I think I feel like being saved. No, it was in the furnace of affliction that you cried out to God. It was in that season when if God didn't do it, it wouldn't get done. It was in that time when you were broken and crying and saw no way out that you realized that you needed to cry out to God. Have mercy upon me, oh God. According to your love and kindness, blot out my transgressions. God, if you don't do it, it won't be done. God, if you don't help me, I'm going under. God, if if you don't fix it, I'll stay broken. It's in that place. Hey, glory. It's in that place that we realize that we needed the Lord. First Peter 1, 6, and 7 says this. In this you, are, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes Though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise and honor and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Listen, every believer will go through fire. Every believer will go through trials. But Peter teaches us in these few short verses some very important lessons about fire. Number one, it doesn't last always. It's for a little while. He says, listen, if for a little while you got to go through. You see, God has an entry, but he always has an exit. Isn't that right? God has a deliverance strategy for everything we go through. Yes, God has a plan. He said, I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of good and not of evil to bless you and to prosper you and to bring you to an expected end. So even in the fire, God's still working his plan. Even when it looks like it'll never be over. God is working his plan. So women, you can get well because God is taking you through the fire. The fire was not sent to destroy you. The fire was sent to purify you. The fire was sent to build you. The fire was sent to let you know who God is. The fire was sent to let you know who you are. Our glory to our God. It doesn't last always. The psalmist says weeping only endures for a night. But joy will come in the morning. Number two, it serves a purpose. Peter says, if need be, when God sends the fire, it's because there's something we need to know. There's something we need to do or there's something we need to see. So when trouble comes, don't run and hide. Don't spend your time complaining, but press into the presence of God. Start speaking the word. Look for God in your
your situation. Listen, that's the problem with many of us. When we are being tried by fire, when God is refining us, even while God is trying to heal us, we speak curses over ourselves. The Bible says life and death is in the power of your tongue. It doesn't matter what everybody says about you. What are you saying about yourself? Let me tell you something. The Bible says that you're going to need the word of God. Take unto you the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The way you cut is with the sword of the spirit. The way you send the enemy on the run is with the sword of the spirit. You've got to have a word in your mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. He will not suffer my foot to be moved. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I shall say of the Lord, he is my refuge. He is my strength. He is my shield. He is my blocker. The sun will not smite me by day. No the moon by night. No weapon that has been formed against me shall be able to prosper. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? But when my wicked and mine enemies came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host shall encamp against me, in this shall I be confident. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Remember this, when we're going through the fire, 
when God is taking us through those places that are healing us. Listen, remember, fire purifies. Sometimes you get healed by fire. Come on, saints. Yeah, the enemy will tell you it's because you don't have faith. But I stopped by here to tell somebody today to give you a news flash. It's not your lack of faith that causes you trouble sometimes. It's your abundance of faith that ushers in the fire. The enemy is always trying to shake your faith. And God is always trying to prove your faith. Genuine faith must be proven. But it doesn't have to be proven to God. It needs to be proven to you. You need to know who you are. You need to know in whom you have believed. You need to be able to stand and say, Now faith is the substance of things hopeful. It's the evidence of things not seen. I don't have it, but I got evidence. I don't have it in my head, but I got evidence. And the evidence is that Jesus went to Calvary. He said they're going to see it. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to make them watch you get blessed. I'm going to make them stand there and watch what I do when I bless one of my children. I want them to know firsthand that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I want them to know that you really can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. I want them to know that I will withhold no good thing from them that walk upright. Glory, glory. Lord, help me. I got to finish. Listen, I got two more. The second dimension of the well woman who is being refined is that she understands the benefits of fire. Uh-huh. Fire has benefits. Psalm 66 is a psalm of praise to God for his awesome works. It's a joyful psalm. It begins with a group praise, and then it focuses on the individual worship. And so the psalmist recounts some of the major miracles in Israel's history and testifies that God has always been faithful, even in the midst of serious troubles. And so verse 5 says, come and see the works of God. He is awesome in his doing towards the sons of men. A refined woman, a well woman is one who has been through the fire and has a desire to help another sister who may be going through the fire. You see, while my, I was going through my own fire, some things got burned off. Is God burning some stuff off of you today? You see, in the fire, pride got burned up. So now I don't have to wear a mask any longer. I can tell you, come and see what the Lord has done. Marvelous are his works. Look at me. My husband fell in love with somebody else, but I made it. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody needs to know that if your son goes to jail, you can still make it. If your daughter gets pregnant, you can still make it. They can make it. My self-reliance got burned up in the fire. So now I can tell you that the Lord is awesome. And verse number eight says, oh, bless God, you people. You see, it was the Lord who kept me alive. I've been tried in the fire. I've been tested in the fire. I've been refined in the fire. It was God who brought me into the net. Don't miss this. You see, we spend so much time talking about the devil. Well, the devil is doing this and the devil is doing that. But the psalmist said, no, 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 no. Don't be always looking for the devil. The hand of God is on your life. God is calling the shots over your life. The devil can't do anything that God doesn't allow him to do. So stop looking for the devil and start looking for God. The psalmist says, it was God who brought me into the net. It was God who laid affliction on my back. It was God who allowed it to look like my enemies were winning. But it was God who brought me out in a wealthy place. Has God brought anybody out in a wealthy place? I'm not talking about a big fat bank account. But I'm talking about rich in anointing. You see, when you go through the fire, your anointing increases. 
When you go through the fire, your prayer life increases. When you go through the fire, your worship is different. When you go through the fire, your praise ratchets up. How many of you today are rich in gratitude? You see, some of us used to be so selfish. We all thought everything was about us. But thanks be to God, I've been through enough. That whatever God does for me, I tell him thank you. I realize that God doesn't owe me anything. If the Lord wake me up, I say thank you. When I can swing my feet over the side of my bed, I say thank you. When I wake up and I'm in my right mind, I say thank you. When I'm able to brush my own teeth, I say thank you. When I'm able to wash my own body, I say thank you. When I've got something to eat, I say thank you. I'm rich in gratitude. Where are the thankful people today? Where are the people that are glad that God is good? Are there any people in this house this morning? grateful unto God that will say Lord I thank you for the little things. I thank you for the big things. I thank you for the mid-sized things. I'm living a life of gratitude. I'm rich in gratitude. But not only that, I'm rich in faith. I believe you like I never believed you before. I've seen the hand of God do what no other power could do. I've experienced the power of God fighting on my behalf. And I'm so glad that when God fights, we win. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm rich in hope. I have hope in God. And the word of the Lord says, and hope will never let you be made ashamed. Ooh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm almost done. The third dimension is she's no longer afraid of the fire. We live in a world where people, including believers, love to have control. We enjoy planning for our future. We like to think that if we're smart enough and diligent enough and cool enough that we can manage our lives in such a way that we can determine exactly how things are going to turn out. But the reality is we can plan all we want to. And there's a bunch of stuff that we can start but God is the God of the outcome. So you see, the refined woman is able to look back over her life and to realize that the Lord had her covered all along. It was never her wardrobe. It was never her physical attributes. It was never her social grace. If anything good happened, it came from the Lord. In Psalm 27, David declares, it is the Lord who is our light and our salvation. It is the Lord who caused his enemies and foes to stumble and fall. It's the Lord that kept his house. It's the Lord that showed him the beauty of his salvation. And in verse 5, he declares, in the time of trouble, in those times that I go through the fire, in those times when the fiery darts of the enemy are coming nonstop, it's the Lord who hides me in his pavilion. It's the Lord who protects me when I can't protect myself. It's the Lord who sets me up when others have tried to tear me down. And so I don't fear the fire because I'm in the furnace of affliction. That's when I'm closest to God. That's why David said in Psalm 91, if we dwell in the secret place. Let me tell you, part of the problem with this is we like drive-bys. We don't want to dwell. Yeah, dwell means you plant and you stay. Yeah, he says if we dwell in the secret place. And verse 15 says, I will be with him in trouble. 
in the fire, God is with you. So you don't have to fear the refining power of God. Don't fret about the fire. God is in the fire with you. Romans 12 and 2 says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The final dimension of the well woman, the refined woman, you see, she's been through the fire. She understands the benefits of the fire. She no longer feels the fire. Now it's time for her to start a fire. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. You don't come out of the fire. You shouldn't come out of fire being cold. When you come out of fire, you ought to be on fire. In the book of Judges, we find one woman judge, Deborah. The word of the Lord says she was the wife of Lapidoth. She was a prophetess and she was a judge. She was an unusual woman of wisdom and influence. And one meaning of Deborah's name is B. She was, like you said yesterday, Pastor, she B, B-E-E. She was busy. She was a multitasker. But her name also means woman of fire. She knew God. She knew the voice of God. And she had the courage to walk in her office. She was not intimidated by anyone, even Barak the head of the army, you see her presence lit a fire in his heart and gave him the courage to obey God and win the battle. You see, she ignited his faith. She ignited his courage. She ignited his obedience. Well-refined women don't do what is expected. They do what is righteous. They don't do what's expected. They do what is necessary. They don't do what's expected. They do what the voice of God says do. They don't do what is easy. They do what is necessary to obey God. Deborah couldn't lead the army, but she could inspire them to fight. I might not be able to do what you do, but I can encourage you, encourage you to go ahead and follow God and do what God called you to do. I can encourage you to be who God called you to be. You see, I'm not concerned about being a performer. I want to be a transformer. I'm not following the trend. I'm setting the trend. I'm not looking for the trail. I'm blazing the trail. But I know in whom I have believed. And I am persuaded that he is able. I have trusted God. And he not only made me glad, but he made me well. He refined me in my broken place. It was the spirit of God that came into my broken place. Put his hand of healing on my life. Raised me up out of an horrible pit. There are some women in here today. I understand being broken hearted. I understand being rejected. I understand low self esteem. I got the picture but I stopped by to tell somebody today God is well able to bring you up out of your brokenness. He's well able to deliver you from whatever has happened. I don't care who did it. I don't care who said it. I don't care what you've lost. God is a restorer. God is a replenisher. God is a renewer. Let your mind be renewed. We talked about it yesterday. Get your mind right and walk in the things of God. It's time for the women of God to stop hating on one another. Throw your arms around a sister and let her know that God loves you. And I do too. I don't have a jealous bone in my body. I don't, you don't have nothing I want. But I just thought better let you know that great is our God and greatly to be praised in the firmament of his power. Oh, bless his name today, saints. Come on, women of God. Come out of the low place. Stop
morning. It's time that joy would return into your life. Forget about who left. Don't worry about who walked away. Tell them bye-bye. Oh, bless our God. Because God's got greater for you. God is not through blessing you. God's not through with you yet. If you'll cast your cares upon him, because he cares for you. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul and all that is within me. I'm just a living witness that he'll bring you out. I lost everything, Master. I lost my marriage. I lost my business. I lost my career. I lost my home. I almost lost my mind. But in the furnace of affliction, hey, in the midnight hour, just when I thought I was going down for the last time, when I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply, I was staying within. I was seeking to rise no more. But, but, oh, but the master of the sea, he heard my despairing cry. And from the waters, from the waters, from the fire, from the storm, from the storm, from the wind, from the waves, he lifted me. Now say, say, am I? It was love that lifted me. God's love will lift you. God's love will set your feet upon a rock. God's love will give you your joy back. God's love will give you your victory back. God's love will give you your praise back. God's love will give you your life back. I'm blessed, and I know I'm blessed. I'm healed. And I know I'm healed. I'm saved. And I know I'm saved. I'm victorious. And I know I am. I'm walking in victory. I'm walking in his victory. Every day of my life. I give him praise. Come on and give him praise. Give your God praise. Come on and praise your way through. Praise your way through. Come on and praise your way through. Many a day, I cried all day long, but I stopped crying long enough to say, thank you, Jesus. I still trust you, Lord. I stopped crying long enough to say, God, you're good, and you're good all the time. In the midst of my tears, God, you're still good. In the midst of my broken heart, God, you're still good. And I want to let you know I ain't mad at nobody. I have no bitterness in my heart because my heart was healed by the love of God. I refuse to let somebody who ain't even thinking about me control my life. Oh, no. Go on, honey, because I'm going on with Jesus. I'm going with Jesus all the way. Now come on and bless him. Come on and bless him. Come on and bless him. Women of God, bless your God. Come on and bless him. Bless him until you get healed. Bless him until you get delivered. Bless him until your joy comes back. 
Bless him until your victory comes back. Come on and bless God. Come on and tell him thank you. Tell him thank you. Come on and bless our God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. 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 Listen, you can make it. You can make it. You can make it. I don't care what the enemy has tried to do. You shall live and not die. Hallelujah. And declare the wonders of our God. You shall go over and not go under. Women of God, come on up where the feast of the Lord is going on. Don't be petty. Don't be jealous. Don't be looking around envying nobody. God's got a miracle with your name on it. Hallelujah. Come on, come on up. Learn how to love one another. Learn how to encourage one another. Pray one another through. Let God work through you. So that is the refiner's fire. Hallelujah. 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 As the refiner's fire is working in the life of your sister, don't just look and talk. Pray. You don't need to know all the gory details. What you need to know is that God brought you through. Because we all got our stuff. And we all bring all of us to the party. Amen. When you show up, all of you shows up. Amen. But thanks be to God, we are working progress, and things are going to get better. Hallelujah. Things are going to get better. I promise you it'll get better, and it'll get better. And let me tell you a personal testimony. Everything, Pastor, that the devil stole, God gave it back. And better. Better. Better than what I lost. And I'm walking in victory today. Not because of anything I've done, but because of his mercy on my life. So if you are here today, may I? If you are here today, I, I just feel an anointing to pray for these women that want to be free. Listen. It doesn't matter where you are. God is with you. Get healed. Don't, don't let this whole weekend go past and just say we had a good time. I told the women yesterday, I've been preaching longer than many of you are old. I don't do entertainment. I want the power of God to be released in the life of the hearer. Let the word work. Yeah, if you'll let the word work, the word will work. Hallelujah. So if you are here today and you're carrying something and you're tired of the weight, come. I don't have, I, I, I'm going to pray for you, but I'm going to believe God with you. If you're ready to be a well woman, listen, here's what I've concluded. I made up my mind when I was going through that season of divorce and loss in my life. I made up my mind, Pastor. I said, you know what, I'm not, I refuse to go through all of this and come out empty-handed. No, no, no. 
I got to go through it. I can't stop it. I can't change it. But I'm going to get something for it. If that's you today, you've gone through. But you know there's yet more in God. Come on and let's pray together, sisters. If you're here today, don't be ashamed. Don't look around waiting for nobody. This is your time. It doesn't matter if people don't want to tell the truth. Let them stay stuck. But you can get free. Get free. I, I know all about betrayal. The heartache of adultery. I know what that does to your self-esteem. You look around and you say, well, what's wrong with me? That he would rather be with her, her, her. In my life, there was always another her. <laughs> it wasn't just one. There were many. But I had to stand until God released me. Some of you, it's not time for you to be released. God is saying, stay right where you are. I'm showing you something. Listen, let me tell you something I found out about God. When, when Paul and, and the, the, the men were in the boat and they were going over and the storm came up and they start throwing stuff overboard. Listen, here's the thing God showed me about that text, Pastor, is that the safest place for them was in the boat. You can't jump ship too soon. If you jump too soon, you'll drown. You got to stay in the boat even though the boat is rocking and reeling. But guess what? The boat is built for the storm. Yeah, the boat can, can, can negotiate the storm. You can't drink all that water. Stay in the boat. Until God says, I've landed you safely. Now you don't have to jump off. You can walk out with victory. Hallelujah. I feel you. I feel you, sisters. Been there, done that. Got the t-shirt. Yeah, got it. I, I get it. I get it, but I, I, I believe today that God sent me here to let you know that you're going to make it. I don't care what it is. The Lord spoke to me early this morning. Some of you are dealing with physical abuse. You know, the church is only a microcosm of society. Everything that's going on out there is going on in here. And we come in here, and, and that's all right. You don't want to paint your business on the, I get that. We don't need to. But I want you to know that God, you said it yesterday, God sees you. And he hears you. And he's not unconcerned about you. He loves you so much. And I want you to know that there will be an end to it. There will be. It might not be as quickly as you would like, but in the fire, God is there. He's there with you, sustaining you, keeping your heart, keeping your mind, making ways for you, giving you victories. Yeah, he is. You might not see it now, but I'm telling you, I promise you one day you'll look back and say, God, you kept me. Thank you. Thank you. I'm telling you today, my precious, I'm standing here saying, God, 15 years of suffering. 15 years I went through one affair after another, one heartache after another, one deception after another, one rejection after another. And I'm traveling the country preaching, telling women what God will do, and I'm going through hell. 
But guess what? My hell doesn't change the truth that God is who he says he is. He's still God. He was God in my fire. Because if he hadn't have been God, I would have killed somebody. Yeah, I have the people at my church laughing. Pastor, I told them, I said, y'all never would have met me. I'd be in the prison rolling my own cigarettes. I don't even want the ones they buy. roll my own since I'm in jail. I might as well, if I'm going to be a prisoner, just go ahead and be a prisoner. Yeah, I've been a kill somebody. Inmate number 00557. She know how to roll cigarettes. Praise the Lord. But God kept me. Thank you, Jesus. Has God kept anybody here? Ooh, you are so victorious. You are so blessed so victorious to be women of God because guess what there are some women that are inmates because they took matters into their own hands but you are free today at Freedom Church getting freer by the moment hallelujah glory to God so let's pray Father we thank you for refining us Thank you, Lord, for using fire to burn off our impurities, to cleanse us, and to make us more like you. And so now I pray for every one of my sisters at this altar and even those that are not. Lord, I lift them up to you woman by woman, name by name, need by need, situation by situation, heartache by heartache, tear by tear. I lift them up before you now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you that you love us so. Thank you, God, that you are not afar off from us, that you are nigh unto those that call on your name. And so, Father, today as we gather around this altar calling on your name, we thank you that you are present right now to help us in our infirmities. And so, Father, we lay it at your feet today in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we thank you that we know that you hear us and that you are granting our petitions. And so we go ahead and give you praise in advance. We have evidence that you are blessing us because we're still here. We have evidence that you are good because we are yet alive. And so, Father God, I pray for these women, these well women, and even if we don't have our deliverance yet, we thank you that we know it's on the way. And Father, we're going to be like Jacob. We will not let go until you bless us. We won't let go until we get our answer. We won't let go until victory is ours. And so, Father, I pray for renewed strength. I pray for renewed joy. I pray for renewed hope. I pray for earnest expectation that you're going to fix it, whatever it is. And Lord, we're, we declare and decree before you now that we're going to love one another like never before. And we're going to speak well of each other. And we're going to go and see about each other. 
and we'll not be part of pettiness and gossip and mean-spiritedness, but we're going to love everybody even as you have loved us. Now go ahead and put your hands together, women of God, and give God a praise. Come on and give him a victory praise. Come on and give him a victory shout. Hallelujah. Come on, on your way back to your seat, hug a sister real tight. Say, you are well, you are well, you are well, you are well. Hallelujah, you are well. All over the building, if you could please stand, if you could please stand. If Even if you're not at this altar, I need a sister to go to another sister and hug her and say, you are well, you are well. You are well, you are well. You're a well woman. Glory to your name, God. Everybody standing all over the building. Listen, I want to do this real quick. If you don't know Jesus for yourself, you want to surrender your life to the Lord. This is your opportunity. This is your time to give your heart to Jesus Christ. He's the best thing that could ever happen to you. He can change your life. All you have to do is just surrender yourself to him. Say, Lord, come into my heart. Come into my life. Change me. Make me new. Secondly, if you're looking for a church home, there's no greater place than right here at Freedom. A place you can grow and mature in God. On the count of three, if I'm talking to you, I want your feet to get to moving and meet me on this altar. You're giving your life to Jesus Christ or you're joining this church. This is your day. This is your season. This is your time. Come on, let's do something different on today. Let's do it on today. One, come on, think about it real good. Two, this is your time. This is your opportunity. Come on, let's do this. One, two, three. Move if I'm talking to you. If you're giving your life to Jesus Christ or you're joining this church, I need you to move this way. Come on. Come on, move this way. Come on, move this way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, if I'm talking to anybody, move this way. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see somebody moving. I see somebody moving. Come on. Is there another? Come on. Hallelujah. You know this, your church. You know I'm your pastor. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Right there, hallelujah. Glory to his name. Come on, is there another? Hallelujah. We bless you, we glorify you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, stretch your hands this way, Father. We thank you for my sister who's making this decision, God. On today, I thank you, God, that you are ordering her footsteps even now. I thank you for this new assignment on her life, this new season that you're entering her into. God, I come against the enemy right now that wants to hinder what, God, you're doing. He is already defeated, and God, you already got the victory. So, God, I thank you now for her joining this ministry in this church, making freedom her home. God, I pray right now that you surround her with the right people that will speak well of her and speak into her life now, God. And I thank you and honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, shake the roof off this place. Hallelujah. Teresa. Amen. Just go with Teresa, Minister Teresa. Amen. Amen. Come on, clap your hands one more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Did she not preach a word today? Oh, my goodness. I'm grateful to God for what he is doing and what he has done in this church and in this ministry. I am so grateful to God that I obeyed him when I heard a well woman. Amen. And I'm, I pray that you are the better because of it. Amen. Men don't feel left out. Yes.